Welcome to the Your Soul is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Jade Sito, mindset and life coach, energy worker, and manifestation expert. And this podcast is really my opportunity to just say it how it fucking is. So let's be unapologetic and stepping into our fullest potential. And let's be real. We all want to create a shitload of abundance and fulfillment in this life. I want this show to connect you with your soul. This is for the multi-dimensional woman, or maybe just the spiritually curious woman who is ready to go all in on life, business, and big, big dreams. So let's stop playing small and awaken together so we can be free and get really real. If you're ready for expansion, big shifts and evolution to unlock your gifts and speak your truth to live your best life ever, then you have come to the right place. So let's get real, let's get raw and start fucking listening because babes, your soul is calling. This episode, wow, this episode's going to be juicy, right? Because so much has been happening and it's got to the point where so much is happening that I can't actually just put it on Instagram anymore and I can't just put it in a post. And the only way that I can really share this with you, which I am so excited to share this with you, is by doing a podcast episode and going right back to the beginning of the story, okay? Now, this is an episode for you if you believe in magic if you've always believed in magic, if you used to believe in in magic as a child, if you um, want to believe in magic, if you are already working with magic, this is all about magic, right? And it's not the kind of magic. So when I was younger, I used to think I was a witch. And um, I always kind of thought I was, I was always into that kind of mystical stuff. And when I was um, in my 20s, I decided I wanted to be a witch and it caused a bit of problems with the girls that I lived with. And I always thought that witches were working with witchcraft and herbs and medicine and they were healers. But I didn't know much about alchemy and I didn't know much about elemental magic. And it's quite funny because about a year and a half, two years ago, I recorded a podcast episode with someone, which I, funny enough, never got posted because something happened to the recording. And it was about dragons and elementals and all the different elemental beings. And I didn't understand any of it. And I didn't really, I was intrigued and I believed in it because I had friends that worked with dragons already, but I didn't really get any of it. And it's so weird to see that quantum leap and jump from then to now. So I'm going to go back to when I first realized that I actually could work with magic. And that was um, last year when I got sick. Okay. I got sick. Remember I got sick and after I came out of hospital, everything started to awaken for me. Now, I then got a, a lump in my breast. And as I was working with someone to try and heal that, we were going into a lot of my past lives and trying to get to the root of where this came from. And we got taken back to a past life in England, where I was a witch. Okay. And Six months prior to this, I had done a mushroom ceremony at my house 
with two other girls, okay? And in that mushroom ceremony, something dark opened up and kind of started off a chain of events of me having to transmute a lot of darkness that was coming through from past lives and have to overcome a lot of attacks from darkness, which I speak about very openly, okay? And that ceremony was around the start of all of this. Little did I know that that portal in my house was open for the next year, which caused a whole shit load of chaos in my life. But that's now closed and transcended. But that portal was opened for a reason because it was that portal that was the start of the chain events that actually unfolded and unraveled everything that's been happening to me. And I know I'm going around this a long way, but I really need to make sure that I get the full picture in today, okay? So as we are going through these past lives, trying to heal this lump in my breast, it's taken us back to this life in England where I am a witch and I have another witch who is my... We're like white flame, twin flame magic witches. So our magic is the same. It's split into two and we're kind of like, um, we're the same, you know, we're, we're twins in, a, in the magic world, me and this other witch. And we were double crossed, betrayed by our coven who had turned dark. And what they did is they put a curse on us and it had gone on for lifetimes. And in this session, I managed to release that clear that because that was a part of what got me to help me heal this breast issue the lump in my breast okay and I managed to retrieve my magic in that session and it was placed in a crystal my book of spells was placed in a crystal in my heart now at the time I wasn't really excited or thinking much about that because I was just like oh my god I'm sick I just want to feel better I don't care what it takes I don't care what life we're going through life after life after life after life right ancestors after ancestors I'm working through layers I'm I'm going for it okay there's a lot of wild shit coming up that was just one of the things and it didn't seem that unusual at the time anyway fast forward to me having a session with my friend India I'm like right I've got this lump I've been told I've got magic it's in my heart there must be a way that I can heal this with this magic right because I'm getting desperate right? I'm trying everything, manifestation, visualization, I'm on the diet, I'm doing everything but the hospital and doctors because I didn't believe in it. And we're, she's channeling and she's saying your part, your soul has chosen the shamanic path this time, which means, you know, because of this magic, you have chosen this path in this lifetime. And that means unfortunately getting sick and having to heal that on yourself. And that's not easy. And it is a lot of pain, but this is just the beginning of the path and you are going to make your way through it, which I did. <laughs> But um, the magic's in your heart, she's saying, you know. And I'm like, yeah, the crystal's in my heart. My book of spells is in my heart. And she's like, okay, what's coming through is the reason why you're sick is because in every lifetime you have been chased and hunted down for your gifts. Now I know it was my magic, right? And you've never felt safe. And that started up this whole safety um, pattern that I have spent a really long time, really long time clearing, okay? And... um. This started off this whole thing, okay, of me working with the land. And I don't know, but intuitively, I started working with the land. And I was told that my house in Santa Catrudis was on sacred rose land. And actually, the magic was in the earth. And I feel like it was something to do with that land, you know. I could feel the magic in the land. And when I was healing my lump... I spent a lot of time, a lot of it was doing ceremony every day on the land, giving offerings to the land connecting with the trees, um, 
there was an, uh, uh, they're called mimosa trees. There was a big yellow mimosa tree in my garden and it had five mimosa trees, smaller ones in a ring around it. And it looked like the seeds had just dropped off and replanted, but it was a circle with a big one in the middle. And that was my spot. And I used to go there every day. Recently, I just found out that mimosa trees are actually alchemy trees and they were used in ancient Egypt for magic rituals and alchemy. So it's so weird because the body knows my soul and my body had that wisdom and knew to knew to work with those trees, but I had no idea consciously or logically what I was doing at the time. And yeah, I was just picking roses, making magic potions with roses because rose water is a heart medicine and setting intentions. And I was just really working with magic, but not really knowing how, because when I went back for my scan three months later, it had gone from a 90% chance of cancer to zero, zero to 3%, Byrad's one. Um, it had reduced from a centimeter to six millimeters. My, my inflammation had gone, my liver had got better, my body had regenerated, you know? And yeah, I did a lot of ancestral healing and it was diet and that, but I really truly believe at that point it was my magic. So that was the first time that I experienced working with real magic, okay? And the thing, what I've learned about magic, it's all about the belief. When you believe it, it works. And because I believed that I could heal myself, I believed in my magic. I was like, I know that I can heal this lump and I know I'm going to do it with magic because it's a fucking coincidence that only three weeks ago I got my crystal back and my book of spells and realized that I'm a witch and I've got magic in me. And now you're telling me that I've got this lump and I'm feeling that I'm meant to heal it with love. Like, don't tell me that this is a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. This is where I get to activate my magic. So that started my journey of me really working on my magic, okay? Now, in this time, I am split up with my boyfriend, which was actually a year ago yesterday on summer solstice. I woke up on summer solstice and I was just crying and I was like, I can't do this no more. And he was like, we need to break up. And I was like, oh my God. And it was just like, it came out of the blue on summer solstice. So I went to Bali and when I went to Bali, as you know, I was quite broken and quite heartbroken. Then I met who I thought was my twin flame. Okay. And that's a whole other podcast because I now do not believe in twin flames anymore because I have unraveled our souls using magic. And I know a lot of people are not going to believe that. And it's a very old, people are going to, I'm going to get a lot of conflict and backlash for this. But I personally believe that the false light, that the twin flame is a false light program there may be real twin flames out there, but many people are being tethered and hooked into this false flame, false twin flame program is what I believe, um, that, that is not of the light, you know, and the I believe the souls are bound together using magic for lifetimes. This is what I now believe, okay, but that's a whole nother subject. Maybe we go into it today, maybe we don't, but at the moment, let's continue on this story, right? So I meet him, he brings up a whole lot of wounds for me. I start healing my shadow. I'm doing an embodiment practice one day and I'm tapping into the wisdom in my heart, the deep yearnings in the back of your heart, okay? And it's something that I do with clients as well. We go into the back, lower bottom of the heart and we really get deep. And sometimes there's armor there to protect you. Sometimes there are spells there that have stopped you from having access to your heart. So you don't know who you really are and what you really want. That's something that I've been unraveling for people lately. It's all been going off lately. Um, you know, there's all different reasons as to why. But when I went in there, my heart's deepest, deepest yearnings were mysticism and magic. To share magic, mysticism. It wasn't, 
healing the world and doing the things that I thought it was activating self-love healing self-worth finding people's soul purposes it wasn't any of that it was magic and mysticism that's what came through and it came through so strongly that it brought me to tears and I started crying and then it was like another thing that came through is I want to love love I don't want to receive love that's not really what it's about for me I want something to love like I love to share and give love I love loving on someone if I've got a man or a pet or an animal I'm like I love you I'm a smotherer you know I just want to love on you (laughs) like that's just who I am okay and that came through really strongly as well and it allowed me to accept that part of myself because I don't think I feel like society can make you feel a bit ashamed for that but I'm not ashamed of that that's who I am and that's what I'm here to share and I'm going to own it and I feel like give people the confidence and permission to own that about them too if that's who you are and you're a lover like me that's great you know um so then I started to tap into we have deep wisdom centers in our pelvis right because your cells and your body hold the wisdom of your soul it's in your bones and my magic runs in my veins it's in my bones it's in my cells I am the magic this is what I've realized it's not something that exists outside of me and it's not something that exists outside of you it is already within you laying dormant that's waiting to be awakened and activated and I'm talking the magic of the earth the elemental real alchemical magic that exists in everything not spells and not false illusions, okay? I'm talking about natural magic, the magic of the cosmos, the magic of the stars, the magic of the earth, elemental magic, natural, real magic, you know? And the thing is, as I'm tapping into these deep wisdom centers, I'm getting a lot of like tears and emotion and things coming up. And I'm just like, feel like I'm releasing a lot. It feels really good. I'm really getting into my body. It feels like I'm doing all the things. I'm being the embodiment, you know. And then I don't think nothing of it. And I stop. And then about an hour and a half, two hours later, I'm sitting there and I get a download and it drops in, right? Because I've missed a bit of the story. Just before I've gone to Bali, I've had a session with somebody, a really powerful priestess here on the island. And as I'm getting cleared, she's like, oh, you've got all these contraptions in your your source, your channel to source. We're rebuilding my channel to source. You've got all these like little contraptions and like devices, magical devices and weird things in there to block you having access to your power. And you've put them in there yourself, she says, in past lives. I'm just going to remove them. And I didn't think nothing of it. It was passing comment. But as I'm in Bali and I've done this embodiment practice, I've tapped into the wisdom of my heart, I've tapped into the wisdom of my soul, I'm then resting because that's when it happens, not when we're doing, when we're being afterwards, I'm resting and the download drops in. You have a spell on you that you put on yourself, blocking you having access to your magic and power. And then I remember the channel with the devices and I was like, oh my God. And it was like, yes, because you and your twin flame who I don't believe is my twin flame anymore I started to feel really heavy every time I was around him it got really dark and heavy every time I was around him and every time I was going to my friend Kirsty to tune in and my other friends who are also like people that I trust my soul sisters they were tuning in and they were like their spells being reactivated that you and him have done in past lives together and because you've met they're being reactivated and it's your karma and I'm going to clear it for you now and we're clearing them off me and I'm feeling better But it's saying that we'd done these spells together in past lives and someone got hurt. People got hurt. A lot of people got hurt. The spells were done with good intentions. 
but they backfired and a lot of people got hurt and I've had a lot of karma since and this is karma. And what I did is I put a spell on myself to stop myself ever having access to power again so no one could ever get hurt. And that's what came through and I thought, no, really? And I was like, I just felt it. So I sat down and I created a sacred space and I called in my guides and I did what I normally do and intuitively I knew what to say. And it just came out and I did it and I unraveled the spell. And as soon as I'd done it, I went vroom and I broke down on my knees and I started crying from my soul, like thousands of lifetimes of tears. Like, and it felt not like sad. It was like a relief, like a coming home to myself, like a, oh, but it was so, so powerful. And then I started shivering and shaking and I felt like I'd done an ecstasy pill. I was rushing off my nut. And then I walked to the shop, the cafe, to get some food to ground myself. And I was shaking and I messaged my friend Katie, who I'd met in Bali. And I said, I think I've just done something massive on myself. I went, I feel like I've just done completely part of my soul mission. I can't explain it. And she was like, wow. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I feel really shaky. I don't feel right. She was like, have some food, go home and chill. I go home and chill and I'm just like this. And then I'm just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing all night long. And I just can't stop crying. And I said to my friend India, I feel after I might have made a mistake. I said, I think I've done something that I shouldn't have done because I just feel fucking terrible. I was like, this is not right. And I'm sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And then my twin flame guy calls me and we talk and he's really sweet and I feel better and I move through it. And the next day I wake up and I feel okay. And then... I have to move out of my villa. So I'm, I'm staying in a hotel for a week, okay? And from that day, things start to go wrong for me in Bali. I'm sitting there and I hear it, it's time to leave. Your work is done. What you came to Bali to do is done. It's time to leave. And from that day, my villa falls through. I stay in a hotel. One of the hotels is haunted. I get hit by a car off my bike. Um, the bed arrives, it's the wrong bed. Like, I'm, I've got anxiety going through the roof. I'm a fucking mess. And my friend India calls me and she's like, you've unraveled a really powerful spell on you. Now I've got really luckily intuitive and magical friends. I'm like, yes, I have. How do you know? She went, it's coming through so strong. She went, what you did was so powerful and so deep. She said, you have to be really careful now because you are like a baby. You are vulnerable. The energy is shifting so fast around you that you need to give your inner child so much love and nurture and care. You need to take it easy. She's like, be careful. She went, and also she went like, that. she went, that was mad what you're doing. She was like, honestly. So she went, and by the way, there's something you can do on me. <laughs> so anyway, it, it's all going off for me that week. I just feel like I don't know who I am. I, I And I get a flight back to Ibiza. I'm getting called. You need to come back to Ibiza. You need to come back to Ibiza. And everyone's my friend Amber and Kirsty, like my good friends, they're like, it's time to come back now. Like you need to come back. And I don't know why, but I'm getting this call. I need to come back. And he's over there, my twin flame guy. And I think I'm in love with him at the time. And I'm like, right, well, I don't want to leave him. But I'm like, no, I need to go back. I need to follow my heart. This is something that I don't know why. I've got nothing to go back to, but I'm feeling it. And I'm going to follow. So I get back to Ibiza. And I don't know what the fuck is going on, mate, for about a month. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the shop. And things just start unfolding for me. I mean, I've been back a while now. I start getting downloads at their spells that I need to unravel on friends spells that I've put on them in past lives um that they're getting confirmation then I've got people messaging me saying listen I'm my, I'm getting this feeling that there's some magic on me and you need to unravel it 
I'm suddenly getting clients with black magic on them, really heavy, dark black magic. And I've never done work like that before, but I'm like, I feel it, I'm ready. And I'm clearing it off of them. I'm getting all these weird things happening. It's all coming to me. And it's been happening for the last six months. And crazy, wild, magical things have been happening for the last six months. Suddenly dragons, working with dragons. I mean, this is something that's been going on for a little while. Working with dragons, working with fairies, elemental beings of light, connecting with the earth and speaking to the spirits and the ancestors of the land, um, getting memories from Lemuria um, and knowing that a lot of this magic was the fall of Lemuria, which was where a lot of people got hurt and the karma finding out that this magic hasn't been awakened for thousands and thousands of years and it's old ancient magic but it's almost new because it hasn't been used for that long reconnecting with my sister who is the other half of my magic we share it unraveling the spells on her us reconnecting finding out we have the same dragon guides we've been doing work together and we've just been being guided and it is just getting crazier and more and more beautiful each day we get guided to go to spots and we get guided and things happen. We was in a spot in Ibiza and we could feel it. I was like, I feel like there's a portal here to Lemuria. And she said, me too. And we're both getting the downloads at the same time. And then we will be sitting down working on the land together and intuitively being guided what to do and being taken back in time to caves with dragons telling us that we were dragons in past lives and dragon keepers and being handed golden keys and you know like um magical things um happening like that and like getting downloading codes that are really ancient that we've been waiting thousands of lifetimes for um working with magic wells and removing a lot of dark symbols from the religion and clearing a lot of things that have been placed on a lot of places on earth and cleaning and helping um some of the elemental beings that were originally beings of light that have been polluted because of the people and the energy around and turned to darkness and lost their way and transmuting them back to light and clearing their karma and all sorts of stuff right all sorts of magic stuff has been happening working and opening sacred spaces with clients and this is the thing, right? I'm being guided to work in such a new way. And this has been happening to me on a personal level. But you know that my work is an extension of my soul. And it always has been. And whatever is guided to happen in me is often what I'm guided to do in the collective. And I'm getting a very clear message that we are here to awaken this magic in everybody. Because this magic is awakening on earth again. And we are opening and activating those codes on the earth and allowing that frequency to come alive again and the thing is this magic isn't like it's not like everybody has to be working with dragons and fairies and all that stuff no it's alchemy it's you having that magic within you to alchemize your own pain and suffering and the trials and conflicts and tribulations and fears and doubts and obstacles that come that come across you or you come across in your life to be able to alchemize them into wisdom, strength, and courage so you can get back on your path. Many of you are bound to these programs through spells, okay? We are recoding love in our templates to be unconditional. The trauma bonds, attachment styles of love are no longer going to be with us in the future. We're recoding self-worth in our system so we can access self-worth. We're recoding personal power 
in our system so we can become empowered and stop trying to validate ourselves through this system of grinding and working and hustling and competing. We are recoding the divine feminine and masculine into humanity. But do you know what else we are recoding? We are recoding magic. We are recoding and awakening magic because if the powers that be, and when I say the powers that be, I don't mean the governments. Uh, yeah, I do, but I mean like whoever it is that has put these spells and these systems on us, like religion, all the control, like all of this enslavement, you know, the way that the people that invented money, like all of this, right? If we knew that we could alchemize our own pain, trauma, and suffering, nothing would have power over us. We have been purposely disconnected from our magic, okay? With that fall of Lemuria, I believe, and the fall of consciousness, we have had to reclaim that. We have had to reclaim and recode everything, okay? And with that, okay, with losing all that, we have become tethered to programs through spells that have kept us in enslavement and we are breaking free. A lot of it is magic and a lot of us have the power to alchemize the outside forces, which could be oppression, resistance, shame, fear, guilt, self-doubt, pain, heartache, suffering, not feeling good enough, all the things that hold you back. They are the only things that hold us back in life. The fact that we don't feel safe to put ourselves out there. We don't feel safe to receive. We don't feel safe to be alone. We don't feel safe to trust and surrender. We don't feel safe to take a risk and go for our sole purpose. We don't feel safe to step outside the rules of society. We don't trust, right? Or we don't love ourselves enough or we don't think we're deserving or worthy. And those two last ones come down to people pleasing, putting other people first, having guilt and shame, all of that shit, right? Those are what they all come down to. That is what is stopping you. When you have the power to alchemize that, nothing is in your way. And we have been disconnected from that inner power that exists within us, which is magic. And you know why? Because people laugh at magic. People think you're crazy if you believe in magic. But all that is, is deeply programmed rules and norms in society that have been embedded and ingrained in us so much that they've become so widely accepted that we believe they're norm. But what if we live in this inverted system, yeah? What if we was to flip that on its head and turn that the other way and be, if you don't believe in magic, you're the one that's outside. You're the one that's crazy. You're the one that's a bit weird. You know, the only reason no one believes in magic is because people told us it doesn't exist. The only reason you don't believe you're good enough unless you're successful and make loads of money is because people told you that you're not. The only reason that you feel you need to be loved and chosen by someone to be worthy is because that's what people told you. So what if you was to ignore what everyone has ever told us and mark that as bullshit and create your own rules and start to live from a place of truth that feels right in your body and soul. Yeah, because all it is is programming and spells. And once they're gone, the false illusion, the only thing that's left is your own magic and truth and your own light. Okay. And that's what we need to remember right? That the only reason we feel these things don't exist is because someone told us that they don't exist. And how disempowering is that? 
You get the ability to choose. And do you know what? You feel it in your body. If you believed in magic as a child, chances are that was before you were programmed and conditioned to believe that it didn't exist. Okay. So I feel so strongly now that part of my purpose is to awaken that in people. And it doesn't have to be so weird and out there and fairy taleish and unbelievable. Just believing in alchemy, because alchemy is the bridge between science and religion. Scientific principles are only catching up to old alchemical principles from 12,000 years ago now. Okay. Alchemy is real. Alchemy is real. You have the ability to shift one thing to another, to transform one thing to another. That is magic. Magic is around you every day. Every time you pick up your mobile phone and you use it and you send a message to someone, that's magic. How does that mobile phone do that? It has a clear crystal quartz inside. It will not work without it. What is crystal quartz? It's the magic of the earth. It's the magic of the earth. What is a black screen? It's a, what witches, it's a scrying mirror, what you would use to predict the future and see the future. When you look at your TV and your phone, the black screen, it's scrying. You're using magic. It's around us every day, but people are making us believe that it's normal. And it's just the norms of society that you're believing. And all that is, is deeply programmed beliefs, thought patterns, habits, and behavior that have become so widely accepted that people now believe they're normal. That's all that is. It's all it is. So this is what's been happening. And I've been working in a really different way, okay? I'm noticing that things are changing, okay? And I feel like I want to change with that. And every other coach and every other healer or any, anyone that I've ever like seen online work, I've noticed that we always have these fancy programs and names and this is what you're going to get. So you're going to join my Unraveled program. Actually, my Unraveled program doesn't work like that, right? We open up the container and we see what happens but I know what's going to happen because I do it so often and I know I can see what the problem is. But let's say Soul Shift, for example. You buy Soul Shift, you work through it, you get a call each week. Week one, we do this. Week two, we do that. Week three, we do this. So you know what you're going to get, right? But actually, magic doesn't work like that. And nor does the light. It isn't structured and rigid. It's not formatted. It's not limited. Because when you do that, you put limitations and boundaries about what can come through. And sometimes your soul is ready for the leap, the up level, but your ego is not because you're afraid, because you don't feel safe, because you're worried about what other people think, because you're worried you're foul, because you're scared you don't feel good enough. All of those thoughts, right? The mental realm is the element of air. It's the mental thoughts that create feelings within you, right? The feelings are the element of water, emotions. Your thoughts are affecting the emotions and then that affects how you act and what you do. The fire within you, okay? Your, your determination, the things you do, your spirit, your soul is also your fire, you know? Burning away and alchemizing that doubt, that self-fear, the anger, the resentment, the grief, all of that, that's an alchemical process using the element of fire. So we're using the elements of magic. Elemental magic is very much about using the elements. You can see how it all intertwines, you know? And then you have the earth, which is the material realm, which is the physical things that hold you back and what you're able to create in your physical world, your body, how you're, whether you feel safe in your body to hold stuff, how you feel in your body. Are you embodying the new version of who you are? Are you embodying your expansion? Are you becoming the next version, the element of earth? So you're working with the four elements and alchemy all the time. Every time you are up leveling, every time you're transcending a pattern, every time you're healing, 
This is just looking at it from the perspective of magic and infusing magic into it. And that is when it gets so, 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 so powerful. Okay. And that is when you open yourself up to miracles, to quantum leaps, to amazing, amazing stuff that's actually within your soul, but you don't have access to because your power, your power, your power, your power, your magic, your power is in the bits that you're afraid to go. It's in the darkest realms. It's in your shadow. It's been locked away. And when you go there, and you unlock it, you will be amazed at what wisdom and what magic and what powers and gifts are contained within your cells and the wisdom of your soul that is contained in your body, deep in your pelvis and deep in your heart. And we have the ability to access that. We have the ability to unbind you from the spells, unbind you from the false programs, unbind you from the slavery programs, unbind you from the limited thoughts, purify your thoughts with the element of air, you know, work through your emotions with the element of water. We have the ability to connect to your soul with the element of fire and burn away all the false illusion and all the heavy stuff that's weighing you down, the obstacles and blocks and embody that version using the element of earth and the magic of the earth. And this is the alchemical process of what you're going through all the time. There's seven steps to alchemy. I'm going to talk a little bit about that on my next episode. There's seven steps to alchemy, okay? And those seven steps are also about the evolution of consciousness, okay? The evolution, your journey of remembrance, remembering who you are, remembering, awakening the dormant magic that already exists within you, the alchemy that exists within your soul, the wisdom, the purpose, the drive, the determination, the passion, the fire that exists within your soul already, okay? It exists within you and you can you can unlock that. So the way I'm going to be working in the future is recoding magic, going through the process, the journey of remembrance and alchemy transformation, working with the four elements over eight weeks. And we are opening a sacred container and we are not saying this in that and this is what you're going to get. We are opening a sacred container and we are allowing source, your soul, your higher self and the magic within you to allow whatever needs to come through to come through, to move the next thing out of your way so you can get to where you need to be, so you can awaken your own magic, so you can create your own life, so you can alchemize your own pain and trauma and you can really go for it in an empowered way using your magic, okay? You don't need to depend on anyone else when you have that. And it doesn't matter what you have in the material realm. When you have magic, you can create anything that you need to, okay? So the way I'm going to be working is very much allowing whatever comes through to come through because in my experience, a million times over, you always get more powerful stuff come through because your mind is always going to hold you back, but your soul is always going to push to push you further to go for that evolution, for that growth. It wants you to be your best self. It wants your magic to be awakened. It wants you to alchemize your own pain. It wants you to get back on your path. It wants you to stop feeling stuck. Your soul wants you to be empowered. It wants you to be able to give yourself unconditional conditional love. It wants you to know that you are worthy. It wants all those things that you are seeking, your soul and the universe want for you. So it is going to come through with the force of removing whatever needs to come out of your way, out your way, where if you was to go in with limitations, your mind, your ego and fear may limit that and may block it. In my experience, this is what I'm learning. And when working with magic, this is the way to work. 
And I really feel that. So this is the way I'm going to be working from now on. This is like, I feel like I've just come out of a huge fucking rebirth. Yeah. A huge rebirth. I've transmuted so much shadow to light. I can feel the light. Like I can feel this change and shift in me and I'm so ready. I've had to take a little break and I've had to kind of take a step back because it's so much, but I'm trusting with everything and I feel it. And what I want you to do is I want you to put your hands on your heart. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take a deep breath. And I want you to tune in to whether or not you feel that magic exists. And if your body is a yes, not the mind, you're going to feel it in your body when I speak. When I talk about recoding magic within you and allowing you to access your own alchemical magic so you can alchemize your own stuff that comes up, you're going to feel it. And this is what I really believe. People are going to feel this call. I don't think I need to push. I don't think I need to have fancy programs with names and, and graphics. This is what I'm doing. It's a sacred space and you're invited. You're invited, okay? to this journey of remembrance, recoding magic. If you want to awaken the magic within you and activate your magic, this is an invitation to you to come and join me, okay? So if you are, reach out to me. I'm gonna put a link on the show notes. I'm gonna do this as a group. This is a group because when we are sharing and playing with magic, that is when that is when the magic is the most powerful and the most light and the darkness can't touch you when you're coming in with that childlike expression of joy, playfulness, and not taking it so seriously, that is when, that is when it is most potent, most, most, most potent, okay, and that is when you get your mind blown and miracles can come through, okay, and I've seen it with my own eyes, so yeah, recoding magic, and that, that's what we're going to do, and trust me, by the end of it, Not only are you going to have the power to alchemize your own blocks, work through your own pain, heal your own trauma, empower yourself, but you're going to be fully activated with your own magic and know where you're going to go on your path. So it's going to give you clarity. It's going to give you guidance. It's going to give you purpose. It's going to give you meaning and it's going to activate your unique magic in your soul that exists within you. And we're recoding it. We're bringing it all back. We're bringing it all back, magic onto the earth. And I'm just so excited about this. There's so much amazing stuff. I just literally don't even know where to start with this because it's just so incredible. And life has become great. (laughs) Life has become amazing since that's happened. It's brought me so much joy in my life. So, so much joy um, that I can't even really put it into words, if I'm honest. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm also holding for a limited time because this isn't how I normally work one-to-one sacred divine ceremonies where we are opening a space and allowing what magic and healing needs to come through from your guides and from your spirit guides your ancestors of light and from mine as well my elemental guides seeing what needs to come through and I'm doing this for a really short amount of time one-on-one ceremonies sacred ceremonies really sacred space okay really divine sacred space remember when we open a circle that is a magic circle between realms in which spirit and human can enter in that sacred space of light so this is really allowing real real powerful stuff to come through and I've been really guided to do this and it's not something that I'd usually do but I'm trusting and trusting in the magic right so this is what I'm really feeling 
So I'm going to put a link for that if you want to book in for that as well. This is something I'm offering from a limited time. This is really not something that I've been like planning and putting together. This is something that's coming through me. It's being birthed through me, through this magic, recoding magic. Open a sacred container. We're going to open it in July. It's going to be eight weeks and we are allowing it to come through. And this is for you if you believe in magic and you really want to play. You're ready to play, but not only play, you're ready to take take things seriously in terms of your own soul growth okay your own soul growth and the own magic within you if you're ready to activate it and start working with it and you feel it if you feel it you feel it and you can answer the call okay so um I feel like I feel like I'm ready to leave this episode here I feel like I've shared that story and I feel like that gives you a little bit of um groundwork as to where I've been and it gets me to share what's going on with me in a really tangible and honest and authentic way and I'm just sitting here having a chat with you how I would a friend and just explaining what's going on so on that note have a lovely week and I will share another episode soon talking about alchemy and the elements but if you're interested in any of the stuff that I've been speaking to or speaking about on this episode have a look at the show notes you can book in a call with me you can take a look and see what's what and if you feel it I'm trusting that you'll feel the call Hello, I can't thank you enough for joining me today on the Your Soul Is Calling podcast. I hope you've had some inspiration and big takeaways from today's discussion. If you have, please rate and review this podcast because it really means so much to me. And let's connect on Instagram. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share to your stories and tag me if you feel called to. I absolutely love sharing this podcast with you and I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the future. In the meantime, don't forget to listen to yourself, connect with yourself and connect with your soul soul.